Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, book lovers. My name is Em, and I want to talk about books. And cats. Welcome back, book lovers. So this past weekend, Andy and I went to a big yard sale, and this random guy handed us a box of free stuff. Um, It ended up having a bunch of cool stuff in it, including a bunch of books. I had read most of them, but there was a Chuck Palotnik book in there that I hadn't read before, and I'm definitely interested in it. So it'll probably be on an episode sometime soon. Stay tuned. But for today, I want to talk about People Like Her by Ellery Lloyd which is actually the pen name of a couple who wrote the book together. I always find it interesting when a book has more than one author, at least for fiction. It's definitely not always seamless. Sometimes the writing can be so different that it's a bit jarring. This one is pretty smooth, and it's written from a couple different perspectives, which I think helps. You know, I can understand having a man write the man's chapter and a woman write the woman's chapter or whatever, but It's one thing if the characters are different, and it's another if the writing styles are completely different. There needs to be some sort of a thread holding it all together. But this one is pretty well done. It's pretty smooth. It's written from a couple different perspectives, which I think definitely helps. I did like the switching. The chapters follow either Emmy or her husband, Dan. And there are also a few sections that are written in italics, and they are from the perspective of a mystery woman who is very hurt and very angry, and her rage is focused completely on Emmy Jackson. So let's talk about her. Emmy is a big-time mom influencer. She has an agent and a pod of five other Instamums that help promote each other, um, get more likes, hold each other up, etc. Emmy is very good at her job. And she has two adorable babies named Coco and Bear, who she can focus all of her posts on. She's married to Dan. He had a successful novel about a decade before, but has kind of languished ever since and mostly just putters around the house. He isn't thrilled with their children being put all over the internet and that his wife views everything by its postability, but he also enjoys the ability to just work on his novel and take expensive vacations. So their marriage is definitely strained, and Emmy is becoming increasingly more busy, which is not making things any easier. Someone else is also watching Emmy and her family closely, closer than just on Instagram, and they have a plan to make Emmy pay, for what is slowly revealed as the book progresses. Meanwhile, Emmy continues to push the boundaries of her own morals, and things are getting messy. And then she takes things way too far. So this book examines the less pleasant side of social media and addresses mental health as well. It's quite interesting while also being an intriguing story with well-written characters. So well-written that you might end up hating some of them and you might find yourself questioning who the protagonist really is. I'll leave it at that. Um, I don't want to give anything else away. It's a really great story. I loved it. 
Check out People Like Her by Ellery Lloyd. It's a really enjoyable read. And one last note on this book. I immediately read the title as People Like Her, but my husband saw it laying around the house and read it as People Like Her. Which do you think it's supposed to be? Until he said it, I hadn't even considered another way of saying it, but now I can't get it out of my head. And I wonder if it's intentional. Tell me what you think. Books.cats.pod on Instagram or at Gmail. And now we're going to take a quick break. Hey, book lovers. Do any of you enjoy jumping rope? I really love it. It's a fun new addition to my workouts, and it's a really great cardio option. My reason for this sudden return to childhood is my personalized speed rope from Double Under Wonder. It's teal and orange, and it has little stars on the handles, and I absolutely love it. I think that if you enjoy your equipment, you're more likely to use it, and it is definitely the case with my Double Under Wonder rope. If you want your own fun, personalized rope, check out Double Under Wonder, the link is in the show notes, and use code RERUNNING, that's R-E-R-U-N-N-I-N-G, for 15% off your order. Your cardio health is so important, especially as you get older. Jumping rope is a fun way to take care of your heart. Check out Double Under Wonder and use the code RERUNNING for 15% off. And let's get jumping. Welcome back, book lovers. So I had planned a part of this episode where I was going to talk about whether or not cats can speak, but I need to postpone that until next week. So stay tuned for that. Instead, today, I want to talk about my cat, Strudel. I know I've talked about her a lot before. She's my little huntress and kind of the instigator of most of my cat stories. <laughs> um, so we had a terrible loss this past week. My bitty girl was hit by a car and immediately killed. And our whole family is in mourning right now. Um, Strew was part wild animal. We think she was a barn cat who showed up on our porch one winter about six years ago. And she refused to leave. It was freezing. I think it was below zero. Um, and we let her in pretty quickly because I'm just not going to leave a cat out to freeze. We always called her the peacemaker because at the time when she arrived, our house was in complete chaos. We had just taken in our dog. He was abused and very nervous and on edge. Um, and a pretty big, energetic dog. And the other cats were so mad about it. Um, Tonza had actually taken to hiding in the closet and refusing to come out, which was upsetting. And we were kind of wondering if we were going to have to find another home for the dog, even though we really didn't want to. Everyone in the house was just on edge and nobody really knew how we were going to fix this issue. And then Strew walked in. She rubbed up on the dog's face and they instantly became best friends. And all of the cats just accepted her immediately. There was no hissing or fighting. They just kind of sniffed her and then were like, okay, yeah, you're here, part of the family. Which is not normal, right? <laughs> Strew was spunky and sweet and a wonderful huntress. Um, she could have never been a completely indoor cat. She stayed inside during the winters, but on those beautiful days, she just had to be outside. And she would scratch and whine and drive you nuts until she got her way. She never, ever, ever gave up. We always gave in first every time. <laughs> and I'm pretty stubborn, but she was more stubborn than me. 
So we knew there was a definite chance that this could be her end, but she would have been so miserable as an indoor cat that I think it was the right choice. I've definitely lately been questioning that, but I think she lived her best life, even if it was only, you know, six or seven years. Strudel was really just such a mama cat. She took care of all of us whenever we were sick, and she always kept the other cats in line in a very gentle, loving way. Um, when I had surgery for my parathyroid, she tried to lay on my throat while I was healing um, and ramped up her purring. I've since learned that a cat's purr can heal, but I knew then what she was trying to do and that she wanted to help me. She was such a love. Sorry for the bummer cat stuff today, but I can't imagine talking about any other cat topics this week. We're all super sad and missing her. She was a sweet little wildling, and she made our household so much happier. Rest in peace, Strubit. Thanks for the bat. <laughs> anyway, originally for the quote of the week, I had wanted to do a quote about cats. And just like my cat situation, I couldn't pick just one. So I had chosen four because it was the same amount as my kitties. And I'm going to keep this part because cats are the best and Strew was a bold spirit in a tiny kitty body. So here's some cat quotes in honor of my bitty girl. The first quote is from James Harriet. I have felt cats rubbing their faces against mine and touching my cheek with claws carefully sheathed. These things, to me, are expressions of love. The next one is from Mason Cooley. A happy arrangement. Many people prefer cats to other people, and many cats prefer people to other cats. And that really is a perfect arrangement, isn't it? <laughs> this next one is from Lloyd Alexander, and this one I felt really kind of embodied strudel. <laughs> Perhaps one reason we are fascinated by cats is because such a small animal can contain so much independence, dignity, and freedom of spirit. Unlike the dog, the cat's personality is never bet on a human's. He demands acceptance on his own terms. And if that wasn't strudel, I don't know what is. <laughs> and then finally, a quote from Sigmund Freud. Time spent with cats is never wasted. And I could not agree more. Thanks for listening, book lovers. So unfortunately, this week, with everything that's been going on, I did not get to finish a chapter of my weekly writing project, Heart of the Storm. Um, it will be back next week, so make sure to stick around and stay tuned. And you can check out booksandcatspod.com for all things books and cats. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell your friends. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, keep reading. Go, 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 go.